This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. I'm Bob Cudmore. We're also heard in the North Country on 1410 AM and 96.9 FM. My guest today is Denise Murphy-McGraw, a Democrat who's a town councilwoman in the Schenectady County town of Niskayuna. How you doing? I'm well, Bob. Thanks for having me. Good to, uh, good to have you on the program. Niskayuna now has a Republican supervisor, Yasmin Syed, who appeared on this program last month. Supervisor Syed defeated a longtime Democratic town supervisor, Joe Landry, uh, two years ago. And uh, one of your Democratic Party uh, colleagues, uh, Denise Murphy-McGraw, is uh, running for supervisor against her. Uh, She is Lisa Weber. Do you support Lisa Weber's candidacy? I do support Lisa. I'm pleased that she's running. I'm pleased that the folks, the residents in Niskuna will have a choice. Um, And I think Lisa is best positioned to lead our town in the future. Why didn't you run for supervisor? (laughs) I knew you were going to ask me that. (laughs) I think Lisa's a better candidate. Very honestly, Bob, I just think she's a better candidate. I think the time is right for her. It frankly just was not for me. Um, I own a very successful business. I have other. I just sent a daughter off to college and getting her settled. Um, but none, okay. putting all of that aside, Lisa's just a, the best candidate. What is your business? I do. I own a public affairs and advocacy firm in Albany mm-hmm. and focusing on health care. I work with the March of Dimes, working on baby healthy babies and families. I do a lot of mental health care. I work with the American Association of Family Therapists, accessing behavioral health care. And I think, as a lot of people know, I also do some work with Proctor's Theater. Mm. The theater itself, um, ensuring that we have a lot of opportunity in New York State to do some pretty interesting things like um, attracting Broadway shows when they go on tour to start actually at Proctor's thanks to some incentives from the state that we were really um, instrumental in making happen. How long ago did you become a town board member and um, why did you do that? Oh, that's <laughs> You're getting me. So I was elected in 2009 and quite frankly, I was just an extension of my community service. It was something that I really believed in. I wanted to be involved in my town. I had been. I had been running the town um, swim team at the town pool and was engaged in a number of other things. There were some things I saw that I loved and I wanted to be part of. There were some things I saw that I thought I could do better. Um, But it really was a natural extension of what I had already been doing in town. As I think you know, I had been chairwoman of the Schenectady County Community College Board of Trustees for a number of years. I really helped launch a renaissance there, new buildings, new programs, residential life program where we now have dorms, all of those kinds of things. Um, President of the Junior League um, for a number of years ran and continued to help run um, our holiday house tours for the Junior League. And then I've become very involved in Girl Scouts and things with kids. So they, I think it was just the next natural step for me. And are you running up for re-election? I am year? not up for re-election okay. here. I'm just here to talk about town business. <laughs> okay. um, I, I don't run. My term is another two and a half another years. Another two and a half years. All right. Well, let me ask you about uh, a town uh, business. Sure. Um, how are things been going in this unit government? The supervisor 
is the lone Republican. The four town board members are all Democrats. Mm-hmm. Has, has it been hard to manage town issues because of this split? I don't think the split is because of our Republican and Democrat at all, um, that split. I think it's more of a, an issue of a learning curve, of getting up to speed on the issues that are most important, and particularly the process. So it, I would be lying if I didn't say that it hasn't been difficult, because it has been, but it's more procedural matters. Um our board meetings, we're governed by resolution. So getting our packets of materials for our board meetings has been very difficult. It never had been in the past. Um, some transparency in terms of decisions that may have been made with other members of the community or residents, and then we, the town board members not finding out until later or even at a meeting in a public session, and we're being asked to vote on things with just hours' notice. So I think that's really been the um the split or the most mm-hmm. difficult part of of this transition to a, you know a different supervisor is it getting better i would like to think so i think you know i, I obviously the supervisor as you mentioned has been on this show and i think she indicated i i, I like her I, I i like her as a person you know we ch- um things that we have worked on together i think have been very successful and i would like to think that she's understanding now that we just need some ba- – the, the town board isn't trying to block her when we're simply asking questions. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think there's a perception that it's a four against one or it's – I don't – I think that's nonsense. I think we're five people who really want the best for our town and we're going to go about it the best ways we can. This unit, it seems, has a lot going for it. It's a relatively well-off you, community, I think. and But, but it has uh, – a lot of taxes. I mean, my understanding is it has high taxes. But uh, what happened with the tax rate the past uh, time? Well, you point out a very good point. I, I think you know everybody knows the old the old joke. You know, Niskuna is the old Indian word for high taxes. Exactly. You know, and nobody moves there thinking that their taxes are going to be a lot lower than neighboring communities, particularly Colony or Clifton Park. However, you know, my number one job is to ensure that. Everyone in town maintains the value of their home or, or increases the value of their home and makes sure that they get the most possible for that, their tax dollars from their town government. So we, we've cut taxes over time. We cut them two years ago. This year, my number one charge through the budget process was to maintain that 2% tax cut that the town board had enacted the previous year. And we were able to do that. The supervisor proposed a tax increase. And we really didn't think that that was appropriate at this time. We knew what what was there in terms of budget dollars. And we said that we just would not do that. Hmm. So there was a 2% tax Tax decrease? Yes. All right. Um, Fund balance uh, policy, I I believe. All the hot topics, Bob. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The town has been looking at a fund balance policy. That's like in the reserve funds. Uh, what would the you have? Do you have a fund balance already? We do have a fund balance, and fund balance in layman's terms is our rainy day fund. Right. You know, things that we tap into if something major happens. We have done a, when I first started on the Niskuna Town Board almost ten years ago. Now, um, our reserve fund was just not there, and it was something that residents would raise. They were concerned, but more importantly, the bond and the credit rating um, agencies. Standard and Poor and others, they noticed that. And mm-hmm. that would impact our ability to bond for significant capital projects. If you don't have a, an excellent rating, which at that time when I first started on the town board, we did not. 
today we absolutely do. It's one of the things I am most proud of. We have a double A rating or triple A rating. It's we are we have the best mm-hmm. rating. And it's all based on, you know, how much we have in the bank in case something happens, and then how we are able to then distribute those funds. So through this budget process this past fall, we noticed a few things about the budget that was presented to us by the supervisor. One, it raised taxes. Two, it was giving out raises to some folks who, not uniformly, just it may have been folks who favored in some way. Um, It cut community programs for kids and others. It eliminated our public broad access TV, which absolutely was just a no-no for us. And it took a significant chunk out of our res- reserve fund, which we had never really done in the past. So when talking it through with our comptroller, all five of us on the town board, mm-hmm. it became clear that the next logical step was some sort of policy around this. So we couldn't just have someone come in and balance their budget on half our reserve fund or three quarters of our reserve fund. We don't want too much in reserve because mm-hmm. that's not mm-hmm. being good stewards of the taxpayer dollars to just ferret all away all their money. But the flip side is we can't just have raids of our reserve fund. So we are in the process now working with our comptroller to come up with a policy that really is functional and works best for the town. But ensure it saves that money and protects that money. So it would set like a limit or a percentage would, limit on what it you would, could it would, use? It would, a percentage. And, you know, it, what we are going through right now is kind of that standard – Any you know that government is good at looking at projections, looking at past practice, looking at what we see as projected costs and trying and also capital need and trying Mm -hmm. to balance all of those things before we move forward on a policy, which we will need by the fall, by the next budget process. My guest today is Denise Murphy McGraw, who is a town councilwoman in the Schenectady County town of Niskayuna. With the uh, state budget, uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo had proposed eliminating some state funding in Niskayuna and other towns. Did that come to pass in the budget? It absolutely did not, and I am very proud to say it did not. We. Um, our town board really led the fight against this in our in the capital region. Um, we were really out there in the media. We were meeting um, with our le- legislators, discussing it with them constantly. Our state legislators in particular, Phil Steck, was a, a tremendous help on this issue. So um, AIM aid, which is an aid to localities, mm-hmm. to municipalities, that was scheduled to be cut $101,000. And in some places, that's not a lot of money, Bob. I recognize that. But in Niskayuna, New York, that is an awful lot of money. That is a proud of one and a quarter percent tax increase. And as I just mentioned, I'm not, I am not in favor of that. So mm-hmm. we really fought to um, get that money restored. There was a, um, a process that's been put forward um, by the state legislature, how we would be able to access that money. But um, we feel pretty confident that we will be receiving our $101,000 moving forward. Let me move away from uh, politics for a moment. <laughs> Good. Uh, to talk about uh, Jane Golub, oh. uh, philanthropist, community leader. And I believe uh, she and uh, and her husband were residents in Miskiuna. They absolutely are and, residents. And, and she passed away recently. So She passed away recently. And um, what a tremendous loss for our community. And I could only wish for anyone that... Um, when it's their time, so many people, they've touched so many people's lives and so many people have so many magnificent things to, to say 
about any of us when we go, as, as people have had to say from all walks of life about Jane Golub, um, she was one of a kind, and mm. she was ours in Niskayuna, and we are very, very proud of it. Um, we had the flags lowered at Town Hall to express our um, deep gratitude to her and our respect to the family for what they have meant to our community in, in so many areas, whether it's anti-defamation work, whether it's obviously what we've, we've seen, what they've all done at our local hospitals and, and mm-hmm. really the health care issues that they have dug in on, learned, mastered, again, proctors. So I really believe that um, we, we may have lost the last of the great community mm. leader, in, in, in tireless leader, and spending all her time on those kinds of issues. And she was a teacher originally. And I don't think she ever lost that spirit. Mm-hmm. Everything she did, I think she was always trying to make us understand not just that she thought it was a good idea, but why it was a good idea. And, you know, if she focused on women's heart health or women's health issues or anti-defamation, it was all about educating everyone around her. It wasn't just about writing a check. And that's, she will be missed. We're talking with Denise Murphy McGraw, who's a town councilwoman in Niskayuna, a town in Schenectady County. Um, let's go back to some of the issues of the past oh, time in uh, Niskayuna, the town issues. Soda waste. The town board has approved a pilot proposal to accept soda waste from a bottling plant in Latham, uh, accepting this waste at the town's wastewater treatment facility on Whitmire Drive. Uh, it's been a controversial among the people that live there, at, at the very least. Uh, has the pilot project begun, and how's it working out? It has not yet begun. Where we are in this process is we were mandated by the state to improve our wastewater treatment plant. We It needed significant upgrades. It was built in 1969, Bob, and, mm-hmm. I, you know, I know how I feel 50 years <laughs> later. So, right. I, so and, and it was mm-hmm. always there. Um but over time, it's been it's been used quite well, and increasingly so because Niskayuna's population has grown. When we looked into upgrading our plant with the mandated upgrades that we were required to move forward with, we also looked at where we thought this plant could and should be in the out years. Um, we just didn't want to solve whatever the problem was today. And what we saw from our other municipalities around the country and others was that they really looked to have these plants become net zero, which is they produce the energy they um, they need to mm-hmm. function. And if you can only imagine, they need a lot of energy to function. So we um, have been finishing up the upgrades to our plants so we'll be able to better um, take the increased capacity, the sewage, increased sewage that our town requires. In addition to that, we have the ability to, to do some organic, take in other organic waste. And while this isn't particularly interesting to a lot of people, no. I do find it interesting that we are able to accept something like soda water. And that's really what it is. We, all five of us and our town attorney and our comptroller went over to the Pepsi bottling plants. We had a conversation with them. We are not ready to start receiving it that yet, um, in part because what we, if we're going to do this, we're going to do it right for the eight or so homeowners on Whitmire Drive, our entire community. Mm. Um, We've started a starter contract. It'll be about four or five deliveries a week, only within a certain period of time from 10 to 2 each day. You know, we don't want people driving down 
our roads in Niskuna at five o'clock in the morning or disturbing neighbors in any way. And I think for the most part, some of the concern around this project has mainly been around the trucks and the construction. The construction will be done soon, and I, I don't see a significant mm-hmm. increase in truck traffic there. And there was a, a political issue sort of on the side of this uh, story about the soda waste in that the supervisor, Supervisor uh, Syed, abstained from voting on this uh, wastewater issue. And I, I believe you, among others, challenged that whether she should or had the right to abstain. The town attorney delivered a legal opinion. I, I looked at the news coverage of that. I'm really not sure. Did he tell the supervisor it was wrong to abstain? He did. Um I questioned it. I just simply questioned it. And and anybody can go back and look at um, what I said to Jeff Wilkin of the Gazette at, two minutes after it happened. I don't know if I didn't know we could do that. I recognized that in the beginning, the supervisor abstained on a number of issues because she just was new and she didn't know. Um, we had already voted on a, a related matter to the wastewater treatment plant once before. She abstained then. Um, but at this point, I thought that we were in a different position. As I mentioned, we had gone over to the Pepsi facility. Um, the supervisor had put $300,000 in revenue from this endeavor in her budget. So I just assumed that she had a greater comfort level with it. I also didn't think she was abstaining from voting anymore because on matters that had taken place in previous years. Even in that agenda, two items before was something we a contract we were renewing from five years earlier. It was a simple renewal, and she voted for that. So I was surprised mm-hmm. more than anything else, and that's why I wanted legal opinion. But I, I gather she was going to seek another opinion. I have another. not seen that, and no. I think that goes to some of what I was talking about before. You know, I think there's some there's promises that are made, or there's things that are said, and then we never see any follow up. And this is one of them. And I, I, I'm hopeful that we do see do see it. If she wants to continue to abstain from votes, if she is told by some legal counsel that would be better than our legal counsel in the town of Niskayuna, who's been doing this job for about 30 years, great. Um, but otherwise, I, I would hope that we would, we would do our jobs and vote. Let me bring up uh, another uh, topic. We're coming close to the end uh, now of the program. Uh, which has been an issue in this unit for a long time, the Holocaust Museum oh, yep. been proposed. What is happening on that proposal for the Holocaust Museum, which would be near Holy Redeemer Cemetery? It would. So as I think most folks know, this has been proposed by um, Dr. Michael Lozman, who uh, does not live in Niskayuna, but he want, was looking for a parcel of land. This is a passion project of his over the years. He had visited and, and was a caretaker of memorials throughout the world. He had been taking young students on trips to Europe and other places to, to visit such memorials. Um, and it, I think it really, that location sprung out of a conversation that he had with our bishop. And it, it seemed like a natural fit, at least in his mind, the bishop's mind. We have tried to do a number of things. Our planning board has said that they believe the project is appropriate. It would be a special use permit. Um, it would fall under religious exemption because it is a Jewish Holocaust memorial. And we're just taking in the na- account of the neighbors, and we're, we're just waiting for a few more steps in terms of a new design. Are we months away from a— I don't believe we are. 
I think he listened to the neighbors. They were uncomfortable with his design. He engaged some more folks from the Jewish Federation, and they are trying to move forward. You've been listening to Talk of the Town on Magic 590 and 100.5. We're also heard in the North Country on 1410 AM and 96.9 FM. My guest today was Denise Murphy-McGraw, who's a town councilwoman in the Schenectady County town of Niskayuna. This program will be available as a podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.